This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. There's a secret to persuading others. It's about getting them in the right frame of mind before you ask them to do something. We'll hear from a marketing expert. When I find myself being persuaded, I'm saying to myself, what did the persuader do immediately before delivering their message? Then, computers are getting smarter every year. Will the time come when they start to replace medical doctors in diagnosing illness? We'll have the story. Doctors versus computers. You know, in reality, as we think about how computers are being incorporated into our lives, you could see a future where computers are augmenting physicians. Those two interviews and more are coming your way on this week's show. Stick around. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Whether you realize it or not, advertisers, salespeople, and others are constantly trying to persuade you. Our next guest is a real expert in the field. He's social psychologist and best-selling author, Dr. Robert Cialdini. Your latest book is titled, Persuasion: A Revolutionary Way to Influence and Persuade. So, persuasion says it's not so much about the message, but what happens just before the message is delivered. Is that right? Yes. Persuasion describes the process of gaining agreement with a message before it's been sent. Now, that may sound like some form of magic, but it's not. It's established science. Could you give us an example or two of how that works? Surely. For example, in one study, when researchers approached individuals and asked for help with a marketing survey, only 29% agreed to participate. But if the researchers approached a second sample and preceded their request with a simple, persuasive question, do you consider yourself a helpful person? Now, when asked, 77% volunteered to participate. Why? Because when asked before the request if they were helpful, nearly everyone answered yes. Then, when the request occurred, most agreed to participate in order to be consistent with the recently activated idea of themselves as helpful people. Now, would you say those people were aware that they had been persuaded, or did they just accept it as just their natural behavior? They were not aware, and let me give you one more study that shows that point. On a furniture store, an online furniture store website, the researchers sent visitors to a landing page that had either fluffy clouds in the background or coins. Those who were directed to the website with fluffy clouds depicted then became more interested in learning about comfortable furniture and preferred to purchase comfortable furniture. Those who were directed to the website with coins became more interested in furniture for which price was the most important feature, and they preferred to purchase inexpensive furniture. Now, when asked afterwards, none of them thought that they had been influenced by the clouds or coins. They were sure that they had made those decisions completely on their own, when in fact, 
simply drawing their attention to the concept of comfort or the concept of price immediately before they encountered the information determined how they searched that information and what they valued inside of it completely without their recognition. We're talking on InfoTrack with Dr. Robert Cialdini, author of Persuasion: A Revolutionary Way to Influence and Persuade. If I want to convince someone to do something, is there a formula that I can apply for persuasion or is it going to be specific to each situation? Yes, it's going to be specific depending on what your goal is. Let's say you're applying for a new job. What we typically do when we go into an interview situation is say to the evaluator, "I'm very glad that you invited me here and I want to answer all your questions." Right? Now, here's what I'm going to recommend we say in addition. But you know, before we begin, there's a question I'd like you to answer for me. Why did you invite me to interview today? What was it about my qualifications that attracted you to my candidacy? And Chris, you know, I've got an acquaintance who says what happens is the evaluator now starts looking at the strengths of your record and in that mindset has a very positive attitude to adopt to your candidacy for the rest of the interview. He claims my acquaintance that he's gotten three straight jobs this way. That's brilliant. Can a consumer learn a way to defend themselves against this technique? Yes, it's one that I've learned now, which is to say when I find myself being persuaded in some direction in a way that was really very powerful and I'm saying to myself, "Wow, suddenly I'm on board with this idea or this product." I ask myself, "What did the persuader do?" immediately before delivering their message in other words how did they create a frame of mind in me that would be favorable to their message before i even knew it was going to occur so this is something that you can learn to do i guess you really have to be observant in order to apply this though exactly and some of the things are so subtle that you have to be willing to recognize what happens first. Let's say that you've got a new plan and you want your colleague or maybe even your boss to support this plan. Typically what we do is to show the boss the outline or the blueprint or the draft of our idea and ask for his or her opinion, right? That's a mistake. When you ask for someone's opinion, that person takes a half step back from you psychologically and separates and goes into themselves here's what you say instead of asking for their opinion about your idea ask for their advice about your idea with that as the frame people go into a collaborative cooperative partnership mindset and they become more favorable to your idea because they feel more part of it. Your first book titled Influence, a major business bestseller, as these techniques and ideas become more and more well known, are they going to become less effective or not? Well, you know, this is the thing about persuasion. It happens to fly under the radar so often that people don't even recognize that it's happening. 
So my guess is that we have to train ourselves to be aware of those strategies before we're likely to be susceptible to it. But that's a tough road. I think it's actually scary what these techniques can produce. So we have to insist that people inside our organizations only use these strategies in ethical ways. Yeah, you mentioned in your book examples in history where these techniques have been used. One one that's a little amusing is about the introduction of the Volkswagen Bug. Can you share that with us? You know, back in the late 1950s, early 1960s, you know, the U.S. car buyer was interested in great big boat-like automobiles. And then the Volkswagen organization came into the country with this little oddly shaped bug of a car completely against the way that we were buying cars in those days. And their advertising agency did something brilliant to get people's attention to the value of a Volkswagen, the reliability, the economy, the availability of parts that they had in a, in a network of dealers and so on. They began each of their ads by saying something you would never expect an advertiser to say. For example, we're ugly, but we get you there. Or ugly is only skin deep. That was such an arresting thing to see at the beginning, at the top of every ad, that people looked inside now with a mindset that, oh, these people are being straight with us. This is an honest broker of information. I can believe the next thing that they say. And that advertising campaign is rated as the single greatest advertising campaign of all time in the United States. It cracked the U.S. market for compact cars. Well, as we wrap this up, Bob, I'm wondering if you have any last words for our listeners in terms of how they can be aware that they are being pre-suaded and perhaps protect themselves against it. I'm going to repeat something I said a little bit earlier, and that is with persuasion, the traction, the leverage that the persuader gets over us is not in the message itself. It's in the moment before they deliver their message. So our attention has to be shifted to that moment to be sure that we're being treated ethically there. The book is Pre-Suasion, A Revolutionary Way to Influence and Persuade. The author, Dr. Robert Cialdini, and you can learn more at his website, influenceatwork.com. Dr. Cialdini, thanks so much for joining us today. Well, I enjoyed it. Next, will your physician soon be replaced by a computer? The eye-opening story, coming up. Stick around. There's more InfoTrack straight ahead. 